Yesterday was Super Bowl Sunday. I'm going to call it Black Sunday. I was anticipating something pretty significant to be revealed at the at the Super Bowl yesterday, whether through the halftime performance or some of the commercials, but it came together in both once again. It was actually worse than I anticipated. It's darker. What the halftime show was portraying, I've seen a couple of people trying to put it together and understand. I think they're somewhat on the right track, but it comes into play more so with one of the commercials that was released for a series based on an old movie that's coming out. I knew it was really sinister and dark and I didn't quite catch it and I was looking at some of the other pieces, but a friend kept going, she needs to look at this Silence of the Lambs more. So I went back and reviewed, there was a scene from the movie in which the main character, Clarice, is talking to the other main character, Anthony Hopkins, who plays Dr. Hannibal Lecter. I'm going to go through their names real quick because I think the, the names in the plot are going to play a very key role in understanding what's taking place and also what happened during the halftime show. So Jodie Foster plays an FBI agent who's trying to find a serial killer. Who is this Buffalo Bill? But Clarice means bright and clear, and she is Officer Clarice Starling. Starling is a bird, a blackbird, called Star, but it's black. It's considered a pest. It's a bright and clear bird, but it's a dark an intelligent, thoughtful, dark star, and it's a pest. Now Anthony Hopkins plays Dr. Hannibal Lecter. Now, doctor is a teacher. Hannibal means Bale is gracious. He's also the general that marched against Rome. But then Lecter, I didn't dig too much into this, but it, because it's spelled L-E-C-T-E-R, but I found L-E-C-T-O-R is a person who assists with, at worship. So he's a teacher proclaiming that Baal is gracious. If you do any understanding or search on who Baal or Baal is, you'll understand what's happening here. And he's an assistant in the worship. Basically, he's a wolf's, wolf in sheep's clothing, as described by Jesus. A false teacher, a false prophet, who comes dressed in sheep's clothes, but is a voracious, ravenous wolf. Now the plot of this is Clarice is seeking help from Dr. Hannibal the Cannibal to track down a Catherine Martin before she is killed. Catherine meaning pure, Martin meaning Mars, the god of war. Basically a pure war. And Buffalo Bill has taken her captive and they're trying to track her down before it's too late and Hannibal says, poor Catherine, tick-tock, tick-tock, tick-tock. So what happens in this is Buffalo Bill is another serial killer like Anthony Hopkins or Dr. Hannibal the Cannibal. They both consume man. You can see it in Hannibal because he is the cannibal, Cain eats Abel. 
But Buffalo Bill does something a little bit different. He captures females. And he throws them in a pit. He puts them in lockdown. So they lose a little weight. He starves them. So their skin gets loose and then he skins them. And he makes a suit. Now the character's name is James Gum, which would be supplanter or replacer. Gum meaning button. He's replacing his skin with a button, a suit. He's making skin suits out of lamb's skin. Young sheep. The daughters of men. Now there's an interaction between Dr. Hannibal and Clarice. And Clarice is trying to seek his help. He, she just wants to know the answer. Who is Buffalo Bill? Because she knows that Hannibal knows who this is. But he's not just going to give her the answer. He says everything is in its pages, referring to her case file. But she doesn't want to do the work of really reading and thinking. She just wants the answer. She's seeking the answer from a wolf in sheep's clothing, which is even as in his name, Baal is gracious and a person who assists in worship. And that's doctor as teacher. And there's an interesting thing. There's a, there's a warning in that. Don't go to man to teach you. We have everything in its pages. Read what Jesus taught. So as they're having this interaction, he's trying to get her to think. Trying to get her to understand what is driving this character to help find who this Buffalo Bill character is. And he asks, what does he serve? She answers a couple, gives it a couple, couple of tries, and he says, no, he covets. That is his nature. He asks again, how do we start to covet? Do we seek things out to covet? And he tells her to make an effort to answer now. And she's trying to go with the clinical answers, and she's not really thinking through, and he says, no. We begin by coveting what we see every day. Don't you feel eyes moving over your body, Clarice? Don't your eyes seek out the things you want? He's pointing out the fallen nature of man and where that comes from. He's pointing out he is one of the fallen ones, a wolf in sheep's clothing, the seed of the serpent. And he's pointing out what we are shown in Genesis when it tells us that the The ones that left their estate, the angels that mm -hmm. fell, because they coveted the daughters of men, and they took mm -hmm. them as their wives, all that they wanted. Same thing that Buffalo Bill's doing. Same thing that Dr. Lecter was doing. Lecter consumes them. Buffalo Bill skins them and wants to be them. Both are waging a war on the pier. And we are told that by Catherine Martin pure god of war. Now how this plays in also is during the, the game there were some commercials for the new TV series based on Silence of the Lambs called Clarice. And during the commercial it goes back to 
the first movie, and it, it looks at what Clarice's account of what is driving her because when she was 10 years old, her father was killed. Now, if we go back and think about what we've talked about before with when sheep act like, uh, like cattle, they lose their young. Clarice was, lost her father at 10, again, 5 and 5. And she says, the lambs were screaming. I tried to free them. I thought if I could save just one, but he was heavy, so heavy. I couldn't save them, but I tried, or I couldn't save them then, but I'll never stop trying. And then it says, the silence is over. What are they pointing to? Because in the account originally, when you look at the full account she's talking about, she had, was awoken at early in the morning because she heard a screaming, like a child screaming. And she went out in the barn, and the ranchers were slaughtering, and Anthony Hopkins points out the, the spring lambs. She said yes. And she even opened up the gate to the pen, but they wouldn't run. They were confused and frightened. So she grabbed one and tried to run and save it, but she couldn't. But it was at the, the slaughter of the lamb is when they stopped crying. But now it says the silence is over. What are they saying? Is it time for the, the lambs to start screaming? I've got a different take on it, but first I want to show you how this ties into what happened with the Super Bowl because first you have the, the TV series that points back to this. And the cover, the poster for the movie, showed the character Clarice with red eyes and the death head moth over her mouth. A death mask. I think what they have people wearing now. It was the calling card of Buffalo Bill. He would shove the death head moth into the victim's mouth, down their throat. That was his calling card. But they also show her with these red eyes. Now, if you see the halftime show, it starts off with this figure with a white suit, like a, a wolf in sheep's clothing with red eyes dropping from the sky. And later on, then there's a whole choir from behind, and they have these masks on with these red eyes and these white suits, and they're dancing, and it goes into several transitions, and then he goes into a tunnel in which they're dancing with all these characters, whatever, but then it enters back out onto the field. They come out of the tunnel, and all the dancers are wearing red coats. They're black, all black men. And they have gauze bandages all over their face like they have just had a face transplant. It's like the sheep clothing that Buffalo Bill is making from these women. The Catherine the Pier, the Daughters of Men. It's how Hannibal Lecter escaped from captivity by cutting the face off one of the guards and putting it on his own. Then he fillets one of the, the guard's body and sticks him up on top of the, 
of the cage that he was being held in. There's a light shining from behind it, and it looks just like the character that's dropping down from the beginning of the Super Bowl halftime show. And then during the halftime, they're all dancing with these bandages on their face like they had just had a face transplant. It's just a week or two ago, or a couple of days ago, I saw the article about how they've been working to, there was just a new person that had face and hand transplants. China's noted as having all of these organ harvesting centers from prisoners. The world is in lockdown, just like Buffalo Bill threw his victims in, the, in a hole. The silence is over, it declares. Is that what Jesus says? There will be wailing and gnashing of teeth? Because the fallen ones that covet what man has, they covet the position, they covet their daughters, they covet what, covet what they have, and they're trying to escape this. They're trying to get through the, their, the glass ceiling while they keep talking about all these spaceships and astronauts and all these bubbles on their head and trying to escape. They're trying to escape the wrath. And they've been doing so by intermixing their seed with the daughters of men. And is it possible that this harvest that they are doing, people are talking about DNA, are they trying to find matches so they can get themselves new suits? Because men will cover their faces to hide from the wrath that is coming. They'll cover their faces to hide. They'll crawl into caves. We've seen, we see both of those things taking place in the halftime show. Is that what this harvest is going to be, the spring harvest of the lambs? The silence is over. There'll be wailing and gnashing of teeth. That looks to be the message. But at midnight, in the middle of the darkness, will be the sign of the return of the coming of the Son of Man. For at the time of great tribulation, if those days weren't shortened, there'd be no flesh left alive. Why would there be no flesh left alive? Because it's been harvested. Who's going to try and harvest it? The fallen ones. The serpent seed. They're going to try and cover their serpent skin with the skin of the daughters of men. They're going to hide their faces with the faces of men. I don't know if you've noticed, but there's a number of people that are in higher places, in politics and government, that look like they have had face transplants. I've said it for years, 
not really knowing what I might have been recognizing or seeing, and people agreed, other people see it too. I think what is happening, what we're seeing, is more sinister and dark than we could even come to imagine. But it's time to know the truth. Everything you need is within its pages. Read what Jesus taught us. Be prepared. Because there's going to be a darkness. And you're going to need your light to shine. And your light is going to require oil. That oil is the knowledge of the truth. So you don't fall victim that there will be wailing and gnashing of teeth. They say that there will be, the silence is over is what they're saying. Make your proclamation. Know what it is you believe. What is it you profess? Because that is your profession. That is your work. To declare what you believe. Godspeed.